7 o'clock, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley is behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. That is how you hop aboard here on this Thursday night. We, um, we'll we lead you to Thursday Night Football coming up in a little bit. But you know what? Let, let's be real. I know the Eagles play on Sunday. We'll talk a little about the Bears game tomorrow night. We won't totally ignore it. I'm already my, – my mind's on on Christmas Eve. You know, I was on yesterday with Ike, and we were talking about the Micah Parsons comments. Just talked about it with, with Howard there. But, you know, I first heard these comments – was it Tuesday night, late Tuesday night? It was right when the show ended. I think we played them. We, we actually probably were the first show to play them. It's the third straight evening show that has played these comments. It's the third time in a row. Uh, we were the first show to play them. We, we saw the comments. It's Once in a while you see a comment and you're like, oh, boy, this is going to be a thing. And you knew right away this was going to be a thing by Micah Parsons. And I've had, a, I've had different emotions – you know, off his comments and what he had to say, we'll play him here for a second in case you haven't heard. Uh, and in case you haven't listened to WIP for the past, you know, whatever hours, almost 48 hours. Um, but, but my, my perception and my feeling on the Micah Parsons comments actually have changed a little bit over the past 48 or 46 hours. So my first thought was, and maybe this is, you know, cause I'm, a, you know, we're doing a talk show here. I'm like, Oh boy, this is going to be a big thing. Like, Whoa, what did he, what did he just said this? Then I was like, this is ridiculous. Like this is, these are ridiculous comments by Micah Parsons because Jalen Hurts is some game manager here. He is across the league. One of the best quarterbacks in NFL statistically. And I really think it is a disservice to simply just say with him, he has good players around him. Jalen Hurts' skill set allows these good players to be as good as they could be. If not the best they could be. Okay, he's not a pocket passer. He's not just a runner. He's both. You know how much better Jalen Hurts makes Miles Sanders? Because everyone in the run game has to wait to see, is he going to hold it or hand it? I have to wait that extra second. You know who makes this offensive line looks better, look better at times? Jalen Hurts. They're really good offensive line. They look even better at times because he gets away from pressure. And you talk about Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Yes, these guys are outstanding. You know, A.J.'s outstanding, and, and, and Devontae's a really good player. Really good wide receivers. You know what makes them better? There's not an extra safety or linebacker in coverage. You know why? They're in the box, afraid Jalen Hurts is going to run. The, the term force multiplier gets used sometimes in sports. Right? This guy makes everybody better around him. That's what Jalen Hurts does. Yes, he has good players around him, but he also he makes this thing go. This isn't a plug-and-play. I mean, I heard Chris Sims, who, by the way, had Kellen Mond last year over Jalen Hurts in his quarterback list. Kellen Mond. He said he thinks his team would still be really good with Gardner Minshew. I mean, okay, would they be bad? I don't know. I don't know if they'd be bad with an average, okay NFL quarterback, but they wouldn't be this good. They wouldn't be close to this good if it wasn't for Jalen Hurts or you know a quarterback that could approximate the skill set that Jalen Hurts is bringing to the table right now. So it's all just it drove me crazy. But I do have a different thought tonight. I want to get to that. But for first, let, let's play a couple of these for you, just in case to refresh your memory or if you haven't been listening to WIP nonstop for the last two days. Shame on you. Here is what Parse said. So first, we'll play you know the back and forth of Von Miller. And then we'll play maybe even more dam- damning, disparaging comments. Um, you know, when he talked about his stats and mentioned Brock Purdy. But first, here was the original exchange with Von Miller, Micah Parsons on the Vodcast. Earth or the team? <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, a, <laughs> I think it's, a little, <laughs> it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hertz has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I um, mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they they scheme that they have. O line. Yeah. I mean, bro, bro like, it, like, <laughs> and this Eagles Cowboys, the Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? 
Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to make no enemies. I. I just like. I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like I can't. I, I like. I like when things are off. I. I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost gotta say something. He just. He can't hold it in. He's. It's wrong that Micah Parsons had a right a couple nights ago on that podcast. But he went on. I mean, that's the clip you've seen and heard the most. He didn't stop there. Listen to this. Even invoking the name Brock Purdy. Brock. For Niners is surrounded with talent. Debo, Ayuk. Crazy. Um, McCaffrey. Debo, McCaffrey. Kittle. Uh, Kittle. So, that, now you see Trent Williams. Are, are we going to say, is Brock the MVP or is it the team? That In that case, that's the team. So if we look at the Eagles, is it Hurts or the team? The fact that Brock Purdy's name in there, I mean, that that's really when you start, like, digging the knife in. Like, you know, anyone could win if you have a good team around you. Look what Brock Purdy's doing. Look what Jalen Hurts doing. So – Listen, I was frustrated. I think everyone out there was frustrated um, with the comments because it's like it's, it's, it's totally disparaging. You know, I heard Rob last night as I was driving home talking about, you know, is it a diss or not? I mean, it is completely disrespectful and a diss towards Jalen Hurts. I mean, I, if you're viewing it any other way, you're, you're ridiculous. I mean, that, that's it. he is taking the accomplishments this year of the Eagles quarterback who has played at a level which is deserving of MVP consideration and taking it down to – in essence, yeah, I mean, but he's got a lot around him. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's ridiculous. But after listening to WIP for the past couple days, I heard Angelo this morning screaming that DeCam and Richie weren't angry enough. I heard Angelo criticize Glenn Macnow's tweet that this isn't a big deal. I've heard caller after caller as passionate about the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry as I have in my any of my years here. I'm serious. I, I've been doing shows at WIP since 2013. I've been doing the evening shows since 2017. This is the most over the last 48 hours that I've heard anyone care about the Cowboys. And there's been some big games, right? There was the game in 2018 down in Dallas for first place where, you know, the, the Cleve Blakeman game with the, the fumble and all that. I mean, there's, there's been some big-ish games. There was a 2019 division championship game here, second to last week of the season. In essence, a division title game. Probably Wentz's best win as an Eagles quarterback. Like, there have been some big games. This is the most passionate I've heard anyone about the Cowboys. The, the closest thing I can remember everyone being this upset, calling WIP the last couple days, was when I sat here and said three or four years ago that Dak Prescott's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Or, it's not Jalen Hurts. Um, Carson Wentz. That was the last time I remember anyone being upset, you know, this upset. Caller after call WIP. So guess what? My new thing on this is I'm glad Micah Parsons said this. It has reignited a rivalry here that has been, let's call for what it is, pretty dead for a while. The Cowboys fans out there, I mean, their tail's been between their legs for years. You know, I know Howard still needles his Cowboys callers on Saturday, but for the most part, the people who live in this area who do root for the Cowboys, they have been beaten down so badly that they're embarrassed to, to chime in and, and, and discuss this rivalry because they know, like, the Eagles have taken it over, for, you know, in big picture for a long time now. The Eagles have been a better franchise than the Cowboys for 20 years. I mean, it's not, and it's not even close. They've been a better franchise. They have been to more championship games. They have won the Super Bowl. The Cowboys haven't done either since the late 90s. So the Cowboys fans have, have, are meek. But as far as Eagles fans being angry about the Cowboys. It, it hasn't happened much in a very long time. And that's, I'm glad Micah Parsons said this. It sets this thing up for next week. It, and, and you know what? The game we get next Saturday on Christmas Eve, that is probably one of just two more we're going to get between now and the middle of January. Because, I mean, we were just going over the, the current playoff picture with Howard. 
I don't know how it's all going to shake out in the NFC between now and, and the end of the season, but it's almost hard to imagine that it's not the Cowboys and the Bucks on one side of the bracket in the first round of the playoffs, and the winner of that game likely comes to Philadelphia in round two. We are very, very, I would say it's a very big probability that we get the Eagles and the Cowboys next week, and we get the Eagles and the Cowboys. We know we're getting the Eagles-Cowboys next week. That's on the schedule. Very high probability we're getting the Eagles and the Cowboys in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. So for the first time in years, it feels like this rivalry has been renewed. 215-592-9494. Are you glad Micah Parsons said what he said? Forget agreeing or disagreeing if you were you know, screaming and yelling yesterday. Are you glad he said it? I am. I'm glad he said it for two reasons. Number one, it reignites this rivalry, which I believe has been dormant for years. It has not felt the same. It has not seemingly mattered as much. You know, the Cowboys have not been a worthy foe for a while in terms of, like, they're really good. You kind of fear them. It's been a while since they were a worthy foe within the context of of the Eagles franchise. And then the other part on this is, I I, look, the Eagles will say the right things this week. Jalen Hurts is going to pretend this doesn't matter. I don't believe it. I, b- I believe next week this will matter to them. Whether they internalize it or they express it out loud, I'm going to guess they're going to internalize it, especially Hurts. He's not going to come out and say anything before the game. But they heard it. They know it exists. And if and when they go down to Dallas next Saturday and win, don't you just feel like they're going to say something after the game? Uh, whether it's Lane Johnson or Jason Kelsey, someone's going to say, say something that they knew about this all week. I, I love that Micah Parsons said what he said. 215-592-9494. Are you happy Parsons said what he said? I am. It reignited a rivalry. And it can only motivate the Eagles more. It can't motiv- like, Do they need the motivation? Probably not, right? This is a very driven team. I don't think they need this to get up for the game. But this can only make this game feel even bigger. And if it, if it gives even an extra little chip on the shoulder of Lane Johnson or Jason Kelsey, or Jalen Hurts. I mean, last week he did say he carries his scars with him. I'm not sure Micah Parsons, you know, giggling on a podcast is a scar for Jalen Hurts, but, like, you know, I'm sure Jalen Hurts hears what people say, doubters say. He seems like the kind of guy who kind of internalizes it, feeds off it, and, and, and it, you know, in a way can make him a better player. I love it. I'm, I'm, I am happy. The more I think about it, the more I listen to it, the more we talk about it, I am happy Micah Parsons said what he said because this rivalry is ignited again. The hatred for the Cowboys in this city is ignited again. And that game next Saturday, you know, I was a little bit worried. A little bit worried that we were going to have, you know, a big game, but it's like, well, the Eagles will still win, the, still have the number one seed if they lose the game. Not that big. No, I'm excited now that we get something a little extra. 215-592-9494. Tucker, first of all, we, we, you and I didn't really discuss the Parsons comments too much. I, you, I know you did last night. No, did you work yesterday? Uh, I did in the afternoon, but not with you, so I didn't, I didn't get to do it. What were your thoughts the more you heard the comments, like the kind of the what he meant behind them, and then are you happy he said them? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he dissed him at all. I mean, I think he's not alone in thinking that. I don't think he's I'm like sure. Chris Sims who – continues to to downplay how great Jalen Hurts has been just to make himself feel better for being so wrong about him a year ago. But I do think Micah Parsons isn't alone in thinking that Patrick Mahomes has done more with a lot less. I mean, he lost the NFL's leading receiver and is still leading the NFL in, in passing touchdowns and doing a whole lot with an offense that's really running out three league average wide receivers and Jarek McKinnon as their leading rusher right now. So I understand 
where he's coming from, but I don't know. They need something to reignite this rivalry because as someone who was born in 1995, I've never seen the Cowboys be great. Like, they've had good seasons. They've won 13 games in the regular season before. They've had, you know, teams with first-round buys, but they've never gone to a conference championship game in my life. They've never gone to a, a Super Bowl in my life. I kind of view them the way I view, I don't know, the Miami Marlins. Like, I get it. They're in the division, but... Do I hate the Cowboys because they're so good and they beat up on the Eagles? No, they they never have in my lifetime. I really have a harder time liking the Giants, who have had more success in my lifetime. And quite honestly, if you want to look at the team the Eagles have struggled with the most in the last 20 years, it's Washington, right? Like, they lose to it's Washington true. more often than they lose to, to Dallas or to the Giants. So, yeah, if we can get a little bad blood, and the cool thing is, you know, Micah Parsons is going to be in Dallas for a very long time. Jalen Hurts is going to be in Philadelphia for a very long time. I think it's needed. I really do. I love it. I'm I'm so glad he said it. It has reignited a rivalry. It has reignited people hating the Cowboys again, having real reason to hate the Cowboys, not just because, like, Jimmy Johnson and the 90s and Barry Switzer and, and like, all those guys that played a million years ago. No, it, it, it's— Yeah, but don't you hate Roger Staubach? Yeah, like, I mean, come on. Like, it's ancient history. I, I mean, Emmitt Smith played a million years ago now. I mean, Michael Irvin— and and you know his antics as a player, great player. That was a million years ago. There's been there's not been much hate I've heard on this radio station towards the Cowboys in a long time. They haven't had many hateable characters. You know Zeke's Zeke's a fool. You know I don't find Dak hateable. I, I never have. He's a good he's a good quarterback. Not a great one, but he's a good quarterback. Their coaches. You know McCarthy's kind of a bumbling idiot more than he is hateable. Yeah, obviously Jerry Jones is is kind of the, the the mascot of that team in a way, the owner and the mascot. But they haven't had a lot of those kind of people where it's like, oh, that guy, you know, he just dug it in at an eagle. But this, Parsons, boy, that Micah Parsons isn't uh, isn't afraid to speak his mind, huh? He's, he puts himself out there, gets everyone all riled up. Isn't it fun to have someone to root against? It is, and we have it now. I'm glad he said what he said. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Mike in Berlin. What's up, Mike? What's up, guys? First thing. All right, I've got to touch on the Eagles a little bit on this week's game, if you don't mind. But first, I'm going to get to this Parsons. Parsons, like, no one cares. I don't care about Jalen winning the MVP. I personally don't care about any personal act. I want this team to move into the playoffs, be an, you know, play at a high level as a group. To me, I don't care what the guy said. I don't have bad blood with the Cowboys either. I agree with the other gentleman talking about the Washington and the Giants. The Giants have always been a rival to me throughout the years. They've had more success throughout the year, Super Bowls and, and runs. So I agree with him. Cowboys are a joke to me. Their, their whole franchise is a joke. The way they go about their, made, their media put, coverage is a joke. I don't even – I have – I don't even – they're not in my head. They don't live rent-free in my head. Well, that, but, and, I, and I, I think a lot of people, Mike, feel the way you do because it's been a long time. But that's why I think this is fun because it, this, is the, this is the first time. And, I, and look, you, you're obviously entitled to your opinion. You don't care. I think a lot of people care. I mean, I, I, just a lot of people have chimed in the last couple of days annoyed at this, right? They're annoyed that a, ca- a cowboy is taking shots at the Eagles quarterback. If you beat, listen to me, first thing, he's, first thing, he's an actual Eagle at heart. Let's all, let's all, let's all. Let's, and you know, you know he's better. He's not here. So that's one thing. I'm going to say that right out the gate. But I want to move on with really what's about this football team. I want to go back to that Washington Redskins game. That, oh, I'm sorry, the uh, Commanders game. Yeah, yep. This team has changed. This team has changed dramatically since then. I mean, if you look at their points differential, it's off the chart. I don't see them stepping back, right? I see them moving forward. I'm not real worried about that game coming up. Uh, in Dallas, I want them to be one game at a time, even as a fan. I, I, I don't look ahead like that. 
but I, I, I'm really high about this the way this, this football team is playing right now. And I and I don't care about that. Like the offensive line, the running game, the corners, everybody's playing well. And you know what? Kudos to this football coach because everybody laughed at him when he was hired. And I'll tell you, man, he is a atypical Philadelphia coach. And you got to hats off to, to Nick Sirianni the way he's coaching his football team. He's done a great so I'm job. Excited. I'm excited for it, man. Go Birds! And that's all I had to say. You boys. got it, Mike. Appreciate it. Um, can we retire? I want to. I want to put sort of petition. Can we retire a phrase? And I, I mean, like as fans. And, and if you if you don't want to agree with me on this, that's fine. But I, but I need to I need to get it off my chest. I want to retire a phrase as fans. Not not as the team as fans. The one game at a time thing. Okay. Can we be honest with ourselves and all of our just, like just be honest with ourselves. Are you going to say that and feel that after the Cowboys game? The only game that matters is next? No. You know why? Because the next game that matters after the Cowboy game, if they take care of business on Sunday and next Saturday, is the second round of the playoffs. You know what I'm going to be thinking about if they're beating the Cowboys and about to clinch home field? I'm going to be thinking about who they're going to play. I'm not going to think about the Saints game or the Giants game in between. And and I'm, I'd be lying to all of you if I said I've, I've – I'm thinking a lot about the Bears game this weekend. Like, yeah, I'm going to watch the game and watch it as intently like I normally watch every game. And I won't be thinking about the Cowboys game when the Bears game starts. But, I mean, let's be real. They're playing a team that's won one football game since the end of September. They have one player on their team right now, maybe a handful of more than, I, you know, a couple defensive backs and, and a running back that matter. But, like, they have one player. right? They have one player in, in a young mobile quarterback. The Eagles should go to Chicago and win the game by double digits without question. So is my mind on that game? Not really, because I'm thinking about the Cowboys game and, and, and Parsons against Hurts and all this stuff and, and how they get to the Super Bowl. That's where my mind is at. Can we retire this one game at a time thing? That's for the players. You're allowed to think about whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, will the Eagles lose on Sunday because I'm thinking about the Dallas Cowboys and Christmas Eve? I don't think so. I mean, to be fair, I didn't think about the Giants at all last week. I didn't either. I wasn't paying attention the entire second half. Well, there was no reason to. And I think this Sunday will be similar, where there's no reason to pay attention other than you you love the game and you just want to watch the game from 1 o'clock to 4 on Sunday and knock yourself out. I'll do the same thing. But, no, I'm thinking ahead to the Cowboys because that's the game that's that's every I can't wait for. That's, the, that's a measuring stick. And that's the one they could clinch home field advantage. That's the one. Not the Bears. Bears stink. I'm not really looking forward to the Bears game. I don't care about the Bears game. Here's the here's the bottom line. As long as the team is focused, they're going to be fine. You and I, we— Well, uh, they we, aren't playing the Chicago Micah Parsons, right? Didn't Jordan Mailata tell us that did. yesterday? He did. He explained that very well. They're not—you uh, know, it kind of remind, reminded me of the—what um, was the line in one of those uh, those Philly Voice Joe Santa Laquina articles about Wentz back in the day? We're not the Philadelphia Carsons, wasn't that it? Yeah, yeah. Remember, they should start naming teams after players again. So, like, what are you thinking? Like the Dallas Parsons, the New England Bradys, New England Bradys. That would be weird if he ended up in Tampa Bay, right? That yeah, that's that's kind of the reason you don't do it, right? The Kansas City Mahomes, or the yeah, Pat- or the Mahomes is, or the Patrick Chiefs. How, how far do we go with this? Can you go the first name, or does it have to be like the city and the player? I think the Kansas City Patricks works well. They have right. like an Irish theme. So, yeah, with the Pat, with the Pat, Patricks against the the Texans this weekend. Frankie's in Roxburgh. What's up, Joe. Frankie? How you doing, Joe? I'm good, Frankie. What's up? Yeah, listen. Um, 
The Cowboys are frauds, Joe. And and Michael Parsons don't know don't know his facts either. If he if he looked at if he looked at statistics, Jalen's leading a lot of lot of those statistics. He, right, well, he Joe? has the highest passer rating in pro football. Right. I mean, come on, Michael and, and Joe. What's he twenty four? Right. Yes. Yep. He's already friggin' broken records. Right. My, Micah should know this, Frankie. If you know it and I know it, Micah should know it. I mean, he's already broken records. And, like, we had Michael Vick. He passed him. Like, right? Am I right? You're right. You're right. He, he, has, he has established. And, and guess what, Frankie? Three more touchdowns this season. He could get it on Sunday. Three more touchdowns. He'll have the most touchdowns of any Eagles player in a season ever. Right. And, and, and Joe, like, I think – Think about this. Dougie, right? They're playing Jacksonville, mm-hmm. right? That's right. He can use he can use Michael Parsons billboard saying for his team. Like he could say, How about this? Uh they're not they're not even worrying about us. Uh, you know, Frankie, they, well, that's true, right? It, Dougie, coach, Dougie coached Jalen. Oh, well, he did. That's what I'm talking well, about. Well, he was so, his fr- he he was the first coach to give him a chance, right, to put him on the field to start him. Right. So I think Dougie's going to Dougie's going to have a big incentive to bring his team up for this. Oh, uh, I like that. I I would not be surprised, Frankie. We appreciate it, man. If the Jaguars give the Cowboys a fight on Sunday, my and that number in that game, we'll do NFL picks and all that stuff tomorrow night show. That game, I think it opened at five and a half. The Cowboys were a five and a half point favorite against the Jaguars. That's down to four now, which tells you there's a lot of people out there and, and obviously people that are, are significant betters that are moving that number. That the Jaguars, uh, a lot of people think they will be in that game and have a chance to beat the Cowboys on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think it's a fair point. The, the Cowboys and Micah might be looking ahead a little bit. All right, big game coming up tonight, Thursday Night Football. It is the 49ers and the Seahawks tonight. NFC West, any chance the Seahawks have to win this division has to happen tonight. Otherwise, they are absolutely done in that division, and the Niners will win it. Brock Purdy's first road game. Can't wait for it. It's coming up right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Look, start NFL Week 15 off right with an NFL same-game parlay insurance from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get free bets back if your four-plus leg Thursday night same-game parlay falls one leg short. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger Payday. Here's what we got tonight. I'm going to go over Christian McCaffrey's receiving yards. No Debo in. I think McCaffrey has himself a game. I will go with an interception for Brock Purdy. I think he'll throw one on the road. Loud environment. Gets the defense that maybe can make a play on him at some point in this game. And give me the under for Geno Smith's passing yards against an outstanding defense. I really like the Fandle app. Build your own or choose from one of the same popular same-game parlays pre-built for you in Fandle's top-rated sportsbook app. However you want to play, you can bet the NFL on Thursday night. Fandle Sportsbook is the official part of 94 WIP. Sign up promo code Gilio. If you're already an account, you're all set. Just sign in and see what you got. Make everyone more with Fandle, official sports betting partner of the NFL.